All right. Good morning, everyone. So uh, again, uh, for those that uh, just arrived, uh, our pastor Robert is not going to be here today. Uh, he has a, uh, a family event that he had to attend yesterday, so he's not able to uh, make it in today. He asked me to bring the message today uh, to uh, the English uh, service. So I'm, I'm honored. Uh, I'm uh, excited. I'm a little nervous, but uh, um, uh, I think that uh, the Lord has a plan for each and every one of us. And uh, so before I uh, get into this uh, message, uh, I would like to introduce myself for everyone that, uh, that doesn't know me, right? Uh, uh, my name is Jesus Rodriguez. I'm part of the uh, worship team in Spanish. Uh, I'm uh, with that group. Uh, I've been attending to this church for now about two years. I think it's going to be two years in November. So um, the pastor has given me the uh, privilege to serve in that, in that group, and, and I just love doing that. I was doing that before at a different church. COVID happens, and, you know, uh, we were at a church. Uh, uh, everybody just kind of went their own way, and just, it, was, it was a little hectic for, for us. But thank God uh, he brought me to this church, and now we're serving again. So I give the glory to him. Um, so that's uh, a little bit about me. Um, I would like to pray before um, I start this message. So I'm going to ask you to, to pray with me. Amen. So Heavenly Father, I ask you this morning to help me, to guide me throughout this message. I ask you to take control over me, over my life, and um, ask you to just give me the strength and the ability to um, um, express your, your word and um, that your people... Um, take this message uh, this morning. I ask you this in Jesus' name. Amen. So um, I would our, our our Bibles, but we have our phones, right? Um, so I'm going to ask you to go to um, Matthew chapter 25 and uh, verse 14. So I'm just going to read it. I'm just, I'm going to ask you to just kind of follow along with me and and after I'm done reading it, then uh, I'm going to go and talk about it a little bit. So, um, hope everyone's ready. Uh, and it's the parable of the talents. So, I'm going to start reading uh, verse 14, Matthew 25, again. It says, For it will be like a man going on a journey who called his servants and entrusted to them his property. To one he gave five talents, to another two, to another one, to each according to his ability. Then he went away. He who had, he who had received the five talents went at once and traded with them, and he made five talents more. So also he who had the two talents made two talents more. But he who had received the one talent went and dug in the ground and hid his master's money. Now, after a long time, the master of those servants came and settled accounts with them. And he who had received the five talents came forward, bringing five talents more, saying, Master, you delivered to me five talents. Here, I have made five talents more. His master said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a little. I will set you over much. Enter into, into the joy of your master. And he also who had the two talents came forward saying, Master, you delivered to me two talents. Two talents. Here I have made two talents more. His master said to him, 
Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a little. I will set you over much. Enter into the joy of your master. He also who had received the one talent came forward saying, Master, I knew you to be a hard man, reaping where you did not sow and gathering where you scattered uh, no seed. So I was afraid and I went and hid your talent in the ground. Here, you have what is yours. But his master answered him, You wicked and slothful servant, you knew that I reap where I have not sown and gather where I scattered no seed. Then you ought to have invested my money with the bankers, and at my coming I should have received what was my own with interest. So take the talent from him and give it to him who has the ten talents. For everyone who has... For everyone who has will more be given, and he will have an abundance. But from the one who has not, even what he has will be taken, will be taken away. And cast a worthless servant into the outer darkness. In that place there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Um, I'm going to stop there, and I'm going to talk about this, this parable this morning. And um, just kind of share the reason why, um, why I, I, I want to talk about this, uh, this parable. Um, let me find my notes real quick. Give me one second. Oh, there you go. So um, I think uh, a lot of us have a lot of different talents. Um, some of us, I think, are a little afraid of using them. And when the pastor first called me, it was interesting how everything just happened, right? He called me, he asked me, hey, is there a way you can uh, help me with the, with the message on Sunday? Uh, I will be busy and I won't be able to attend. The first thought that I had is there are plenty of other people that could do it better than I can. Uh, why don't you ask them and not me, Right? Uh, obviously, I didn't say that. I just thought about it. I said, Pastor, let me pray, and then I'll get back to you. Um, as Sunday, you know, the rest of the night happened. I was praying, and I was asking the Lord for guidance. And, and I said, well, if this, is, if this is you calling me to do this, then I need you to confirm. I need you to talk to me. And uh, it's interesting. He, uh, I was reading the book of Jeremiah, and then... Uh, there's a scripture um, uh, where it, it talks about him giving us the strength that he's calling us to do certain things and he's going to be with us, right? And when I read that, uh, it gave me comfort. And, and then I thought about it. And then I said, well, I guess I can't do this and I'm able to do this. It's just that I don't want to do it. And this is the reason why I'm talking about this parable. And then, uh, and then as I was going through it, uh, Monday and Tuesday, right? And then I figured, well, let me get with the pastor and let me ask him uh, about this parable. I want to get some feedback and, and see uh, if he could kind of uh, help me a little bit, explain it to me, and then just so I could go over it with, the, with everyone on Sunday, right? My... First thought was, well, let me ask him after we're done with 
the Bible study right around 8, and I'll just kind of ask him just to give me a brief uh, explanation on what's going on with this parable, and then that way I can take more notes, right? Be more prepared for, for Sunday. And little did I know, which is a coincidence, and I don't believe in, in that, but little did I know on Wednesday when we were here, he talked about this parable. Exactly what I was going to talk about, he explained everything. All the questions that I had, he just went over it. And I didn't even ask him, I didn't even tell him anything. So then I felt even better. I said, well, this is, this is you calling me to you to preach and to bring the message on Sunday. And you know that I am capable of doing a lot of things. And your people, they have a lot of skills and talents. But most of the times we don't want to use them because we're scared. Or we just simply don't want to listen to the voice of God. And that's what brought me to just this conclusion. And, and I feel very strong talking about this message now. And what... Just, just, just so we could just start from the beginning, right? Looking at the parable, understanding that the Lord has entrusted each and every one, or at least in the parable, all the servants, he entrusted them with talents, right? And just to talk about talents uh, uh, back then, right? Talents, it was pretty much equal to money, right? Currency. Uh, some experts say it was equal to 6,000 uh, silver coins, right? In our economy right now, our currency would be, again, the expert says, about about a million dollars worth of money. So you can imagine, right, there was this uh, servant that was given, I just put it this way, five million dollars so they could manage, right? And then to the other one was given two million, and then the other one was given one, right? Each according to their ability. Right? And well, a lot of us would say, well, the things that I could do with $1 million, right? I could do a lot of things with that. And I think that's exactly what he's asking us to do. Nowadays, we could say, well, it's not money that he's entrusted us with. Most of us would just spend it in, in about a week, if not less. But nowadays, he's entrusted every single one of us with ability or a talent. He's given each member of this church a talent that needs to be used for his kingdom. And that's, and he was talking to me about it when I was praying. I was thinking about, I don't, I don't feel comfortable. I don't, I just, it's been so long since I've exposed your words since I really, you know, being in front of you people and, and bring a message. I've, I've done it a long time ago, and it's been always in Spanish. Uh, and, and, and I kept fighting that. But then every time I would pray, and then I would read, and then what happened on Wednesday, everything was just a confirmation. You are capable of doing what I'm asking you to do. You just don't want to do it. And I said, I think the whole church overall, we all have different talents and abilities that we can use the issue is some of us, we don't want to use them. And that's where the problem is, right? So um, I would like to really focus your attention today on, on what is the Lord really asking or expecting in return 
from, from me or from you today. I want you to ask you this question and say, what, what is he going to demand from me that day when I meet him? That day when him and I are face to face and he tells me, okay, I gave you this. What did you do with what I gave you? And I think that's an important question to ask ourselves. And we can't get there, I think, until we understand that once you become a Christian, once you understand what being a Christian is, I think that's key to serve the Lord. Let me tell you why. You're not able to serve the Lord and do anything for him unless you understand that you now follow him and you are his servant. And it's funny, right, because everybody, we're all, for the most part, right, we're all employed by someone, right? And every time they ask us to do something, even if we don't like it, we need to do it, right? Because they're asking us to do that. Hey, I need you to do this. I need you to produce this. I need you to do this report. I need you to do this. And we must do it, right? Because we must obey to what was told to us, right? We need to act on that. Well, the Lord's the same thing. He's asked us, and he, he, once you know him, you understand that you need to obey and then serve him, right? I think for most people, it's hard to understand that, that you don't belong to yourself anymore. I think that's the hardest thing to understand. But once you grasp that, and then once you understand that you don't belong to yourself, that you're alive, your, your, your family, whatever is it that you have that you value does not belong to you. It belongs to him now. And once you understand that, I think it's a little bit easier for you to do something for his kingdom. But until we understand that, that this person that is here does not belong to me, I, I shouldn't do what I feel like I should do, I should do what he's asking me to do, then that changes his mentality. And understanding that now gives you the ability to do what this servants did in this case, right? Now, now that you understand that you don't belong to yourself and you've been given a talent or a skill or ability, now it's easier to say, well, let me find out what the ability is. What is it that I have that I need to work on? And maybe even like this parable says, right? Double it, right? Bring more fruit. Uh, be, work harder on what I need to do for him. Not for me, but for him, right? And, and it's interesting how, you know, I look at the church and I see everything that we've been doing. Uh, I love when, you know, I see Sarah. I, 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 I've been in the English service for a while uh, my wife just kind of had to step away, but Sarah wasn't serving. He, he was, she wasn't singing, right? And then, and then I seen her just now come up here and then sing, and then I was thinking about it. See, this is the calling that he's given her. It's just, we just need to obey that, right? And, and, and I've seen that in a lot of, a lot of us in this, in this church, not just in the English service, but the Spanish service, right? There's a lot of things that we can do and that we should do but sometimes we just push it back, and we're just saying, I don't have time. Uh, 
Uh, I'm, I'm busy with work, have a lot going on. And that's the things that I get from, uh, especially, uh, especially young people. <laughs> uh, I, get, I get them saying, well, I have, I have school. I have, I'm going to college now. I, I'm busy with exams, and I got a lot going on. When you put other things before the Lord, that's how your life is going to go. And the only reason why I say this is because I was once a student, and many of you guys don't know this, right? But when I was uh, at my other church, I was going through school, I was going through college, we were doing um, long services in church, we were doing services on Fridays, sometimes Saturdays, Yet, none of that stopped me from going to church and still serving because I knew that I needed to serve my Lord because I wasn't, I wasn't, I didn't belong to myself anymore. And again, once we understand that as, as a Christian, as somebody that loves God, it's a lot easier for you to start thinking about, okay, what is my talent? What is it that, that, that God gave me? Because the parable shows, right? Each and every one that became a Christian or they are serving that Lord, you were given a talent according to his ability. He's not going to ask Tanya, he's not going to ask Ivan to, to play the piano or to play the drums, right? Maybe that's not their ability. But for the most part, a lot of us know what that ability is. We just don't want to do it. And we see the need in church. We see that there's a lot of things happening and there's a lot of different things that we could do. But most of the times we don't want to listen to that call. We don't want to listen to God's voice. We just rather just avoid it and say somebody else is going to take over that. Why? Because I'm busy with my life and my life is more important than serving the Lord. And I think that's key for us to understand that, that you were given something, whether you like it or not. And that's what the parable teaches right now. Each, each and every one of us was given something. And at the end of the day, you will be, he's going to set all accounts with you. You will be held accountable for that. And whether we like it or not, that's what it teaches. And when I was struggling with with, with, you know, what the pastor asked me, I was pushing back a lot, and I was like, I, I, I just don't want to do it. But then after so many things, and, and the Lord confirming that this is what I need you to do, then I finally understood, well, and then I went back to this parable, and then I learned, well, if this is something that you gave me, I know you're going to ask me one day, what did you do with that talent that I gave you? Because you knew you were capable of doing it. You just didn't want to do it. And I don't think that most of us want to wanna be that servant with the one talent, right? I think that's pretty, pretty harsh to hear that from the Lord. But, but more than anything at this point is understanding what that talent is, what that ability and skill is that you need to work on to further this kingdom.
what is it that I need to do? What is it that I'm capable of doing to continue to advance this kingdom, to do more for the Lord? And, and there's a lot of potential. It's just that we are not willing to do it, or yet we haven't comprehend that you don't belong to yourself anymore. Once you comprehend that, then again, like I said earlier, it's a lot easier for you to say, well, let, let me now work on what I need to work on to make sure that when that day comes, I'm not standing in front of them saying, well, Lord, you gave me five talents. And I, only, I could only just, I just put them to rest. I just couldn't do anything because I was too busy with work. Because I was too busy with school. Because I was too busy with my family, with my friends. Because your friends are not going to be there when you stand before the Lord, nor your work, or your boss, nobody. It's just going to be you standing there in front of them. And he's saying he's going to ask, he's going to settle accounts with, with us, saying, what did you do with what I gave you? And just listening to, to, um, to what he said to that, to that, uh, to that servant, right? He told them, you wicked and lazy, worthless servant. That's pretty harsh. And yet we talk about God's love and he loves everybody. And he loves you just the way you are. But then I'm looking at this and he's telling this servant, his servant, you wicked and lazy, worthless if I hear that word from anyone at work or within my family, I just get frustrated and upset. How much more if the Lord is telling us that, right? I don't think, in, I don't think anybody would like to hear that from the Lord. You wicked, lazy. That's the word, lazy and worthless. When I listened to that, and when I was going over this message, I was like, I do not want to hear that. So I'm going to listen to this calling that you're telling me, and I'm going to go up there on Sunday, and I'm going to preach. Because when you asked me that day, when I asked you to serve, you said, no, you were too busy. You said you had work. You said you had school. You said you had family. You had kids. You worthless servant. So it's important for us to understand what's our talent and what do we need to do for the Lord? What do we bring to the table? Because again, it's not that you don't have anything. He gave you at least one. Think about that. I want you to take that with you this morning. He gave you at least one talent. He gave you something. You can't tell me he didn't give you anything because the parable is teaching that. He gave each servant according to their ability. You have an ability. You have something to bring to the table. You just rather just go and hide it. That's what's happening. But understand this. We're all going to be accountable for that at the end of the day. Whatever the Lord is asking you to do, he's going to hold you accountable to that because he knows you had that ability to do that. You just decided not to, not, not to do it. Today... Um, 
I stand here and I would like to encourage everyone to really ask yourself and the Lord, what do I need to do to get to that level, to understand what I need to do for you, for the church? What do I need to do to further this kingdom? And I can guarantee that if you ask that question and if you really look for the answer, you will find it. Because it's not, it's not far. Most of the time it's right in front of us. Most of the time it's right there. The need's right there. You just don't want to do it. So I want you to think about that. What is it that, that I can do for the Lord? What is it that I could do for the church to assist, to help, and stuff stop making um, excuses about all my time and I'm so important and I got to do all these things. Just ask that question. What can I do? And trust me, he's going to guide you through it. He's going to help you. He's going to show you what you need to do. It's just that you, it's just that you just need to ask and be obedient to the calling. But if you just step out of this building and say, well, whatever, just just another day, just another message. doesn't really matter. I'm still going to live my life the same way. It's going, to be, it's going to be hard that day. The advantage that we have, I think, it's that he's given us our whole life, right? Because he's saying that the Lord was there with them and then he went away, right? He just went away. He left you alone saying, I'm going to give you the time. The time that you need to double this talent. That's the advantage that we have as a church. You have time. You have all the time in the world. You just need to ask the Lord and then start doing it. And then once you start doing it, then the Lord's going to guide you. And then perhaps you have not just one talent, but you have two, three, four abilities that you can use um, to further this kingdom. I I would like to to close this, amen, with um, a scripture. Um that um, as I was going through this message, I was, I found, and, and, and he kind of was telling me through this scripture that he's going to be with us no matter what. And um, it's found in the book of Joshua. It's uh, chapter 1, verse 5. And this is God speaking to Joshua. And I think that when I read it, he was speaking to me. And now this, I want you to take this verse and make it yours. I want you to take it with you and, and really make it part of you and say, well, if I'm going to start doing something for the Lord, right? If I want to get to that one day where he tells me, good and faithful servant, enter into the joy of your master, right? If I want to get to that day and I'm, you know, and see him and, you know, him telling me, great job, Sarah, great job, Tanya, right? You did an amazing job. I know you went through a lot, 
I know there were a lot of different things that you went through, but you were persistent with that. And now entering into the kingdom of, of your Lord. It says in, in chapter 1, verse 5 of uh, the book of Joshua, it says, No man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life. Again, this is the Lord speaking to Joshua, right? But he's speaking to the whole church this morning. It says, No one shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life. Just as I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will not leave you or forsake you. This is a promise that he's given and was given to Joshua back then, but now this is a promise that is given to us. He's not going to leave us alone. He's going to be with us. And whatever it is that we do, that promise is for everyone that loves him. If you love him, that's the promise that he's given to you this morning. He's going to be with you. He's not going to leave you alone. Have that with you. Understand and make it yours this morning. Yes, this is going to be my promise this morning that you're going to be with me no matter what. And whatever I do, is it, you know, whether it's in church or at work, you're going to be with me. And as you're with me, then I'm going to try to do my best to double that talent and that ability that you gave me. Well, I would like to, um, I would like again for you to take that verse with you, uh, meditate on that, and um, and we'd like to conclude this, this message with, with that. He will be settling accounts with each and every one of us. It could be tomorrow, it could be next week, next month, next year, 10 years, 50 years from now. He's giving you time. Take that opportunity. Understand, meditate on what you need to do for the Lord and stop putting excuses and making those excuses saying, I can't do this because of that. Because again, he's given you the ability and that talent, and he knows what you're capable of doing. So understand that. And once you understand that, then he's going to guide you through that process. So let's, um, let's finish there today, short message for the church. Um, and I thank the Lord for this message. So let's, uh, let's pray today. Father, I thank you for your word. I thank you for everything that you did today. Thank you for um, how you spoke to my heart earlier this week. And I ask you to um, touch each and everyone's heart this morning, to touch their mind and to have them understand that um, you have given each and every one of them a talent and ability. And just give them that desire, give them that, that desire to just work towards that, to further the kingdom, your kingdom, and just give, give us the strength to continue work on, on what we need to work on. And I ask you all in, in Jesus' name, amen. All right, well, thank you, everyone, for your time and your patience. And we're going to we're going to lift up the uh, the offerings. So if uh, if Michael and um, Ivan can help me.
And I'm gonna have uh, I'm gonna have Ivan just kind of help me pray for the offering, and then we'll leave um, um, the time to the worship team. Thank you. Uh, Do not pray for the offering. Oh, Lord, I want to thank you for the message that uh, we needed, God. I want to also thank you for all our brothers that are here, and we ask for you to please take our offerings, God. It's something small that you, something small how much you've given us, God, because you give us more and plenty more than we need, God. And we ask you from the bottom of our hearts to take this offering. In the Lord's name, amen.